Um, so I, the, uh, wanted to do a piece of her, her, her here about the parsha of the Moyadim, which is found in this week's parsha. So the primary place in the Torah where the Torah talks about the Moyadim is in Parsha Zemmor. So it's a little bit interesting. Why is it why is it found in Parsha Zemmor? Um, talks about the Kerbonis in Parsha Pinchas. It mentions the Moyadim in other places, but talks about the idea that the midst of the city of the Sukkah, take the Lulu, blow the Shafer, fasten Yom Kippur, uh, all of those mitzvahs, the, the, the armor, the, the fleshing out the mitzvahs of the, of, of the Yom Tev, um, is primarily here. This seems to be the primary place where the Torah talks about the Moyadim. Um, uh, Sefer Vayikra in general is really about, it's referred to Chazal's Tarskahanim. Uh, which talks about the lochas of Tuman Tahar vis-a-vis the Besamikdash. It talks about the lochas of, of the Kibbanas at the beginning. It talks about the lochas of the Kohanim earlier. And now we, we start talking about something which we not even, almost don't mention the Kibbanas. The Kibbanas are mentioned primarily in Parshas Benchus. So clearly there has to be... And then we go back to the Menorah and the Lechem upon it, which is at the end of... Um, at the end of the parsha, so it's in the middle. So it's clearly there's some connection. What is the connection? Um, so uh, so he says he points out with the last group of laws of the preceding paragraph, the law we're giving, which commence with the building of the Omoyed, really reaches a conclusion. So we've We've, we, we, we've finished discussing the lachas of the karbonas. You can't bring in a sarvespin or you can't use moyam echad. The animal has to be at least eight, eight days old. All of that is still very relevant to lachas of karbonas. And now we're done. The laws of the festivals which follow in this section are, are only connected primarily with the laws of the temple. The, the connection is there's a lach of karbonas. That's not really the focus over here is the, is the karbonas. So what's the connection? Um... Um, here is the order in which the festivals are to follow each other in the cycle of the year. Sidron, as the Sefri calls it in, 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 in Deuteronomy, and the detailed laws concerning the special laws. Pretend that each festival were means which the type meaning of the festivals expressed, which form the contents of this chapter. So it's the idea that there's, there's a cycle. This, this month, this and this month, this and this month, etc. So you see the bigger picture of the Yom Tavim. And the specific mitzvahs over here, that's where it is. Um, so the, the Sifri says like this it says the Torah says Parshas Moedus three times the main point is to bring out the Seder of the Yom Tovim again in, in, so in, in, in Parshas Pinchas um, it talks about the Karbonus of the Yom Tovim uh, Sibur, so then at the end of Parshas uh, Re'eh, where they talked about the Yom Tavim again, um, it talks about Mithnei um, Atzibur. Uh, what Mithnei means is a little more complicated. But over here it's because of Sidron. So what is the point of Sidron, per se, that, 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 that the, the, the Parsha is adding over here? Why is it important to talk about the idea of Sidron? It's a, if I'd ask you what's the main point, like your verse says, it's Sidron and like we said before, the, these are the, the primary. The mitzvah sukkah is, is is mentioned here. It's not mentioned later on. 
The mitzvah, mitzvah of lulav is mentioned here. It's not mentioned later on. The mitzvah of is mentioned over here. The mitzvah of eating Yom Kippur, Inui on Yom Kippur is mentioned here. It's also mentioned elsewhere in Parshat Akramah. The mitzvah of the the Hakrabas Oimer, which is not so much a korban in the classical sense, it's that the Svira counting the idea of the Shteyalechem, it's primarily the mitzvah of, which is here. It's not the Sidron that we're talking about. Um, um, so this gives the paragraph down. There is one conception with the, which the festivals which follow here have become with the temple and the offerings. The law given for which essentially close with the preceding group of laws, and that is the day of Moyet. So we finished all Moyet. We spoke about Moyet. There's an element of Moyet. What is a Moyet? So Moyet is, uh, we used to say this always, we say from the Telzerah, that, um, um, that the root of the word Moyet is from the idea of Avad, of Hisvadus, of getting together. So Mimisvai means to get to. To, get, to come together in an appointed meeting, but it's the idea of being misbied together, coming together. So the Oil Moyet is the place where Klaes are gathered, or the Russian gathered with Klaes, so join Klaes all together. It's like, that's the idea of Oil Moyet. There's, there, are, there are moments in time which are where, where you have a meeting with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Uh, so we don't say Tachon and Tishabov, Pasa says in Eicha, Karlai Moyed Lishpur Bachurai. It's called a Moyed. The Ramos says you don't say it because it's called a Moyed. Now, if the word Moyed means a Yomtev, that's not really, that's not, right? The Bershom had a designated time that he's going to meet Kla Yisrael. I might meet you to give you punishment, but I'm going, we're, we're going to meet. You go, the, you're, you're, you're walking along in the alley and you're all by yourself and you're, you know, things, you know, and then somebody gives you a smack. Hey, what are you doing? You met him, right? You, you, he's, he came back into your life. It might be a hard way to meet him, but you still met him. That's Karlaim Moed Lisbon Bechurai. The Bershom, Klaes was going along and sort of ignoring the Kodesh Baruch and the Bershom says, it's not going to continue like this. I'm going to give you a whammy to the point you notice that I'm here. Right? So it's a Moed in that sense. Um, so the point of a Moed of this man is that there's points in the year, there's points in the time, which are to act as a moment to sort of step out of your regular time and meet a Kodesh Baruch. Um, that which the temple is in space is what the festivals are in time. Um, so he's going to expound on this idea of t- space and time a little bit. I, I, I want to read what he says. I also want to add another point after that. So let's, let's read this paragraph. That which the temple is in space is what the festivals are in time. Both have our union with the God as the aim. The point is the, the, the coming together. The, the one sets God Torah as the center point of our lives, down the actual center of our world. Rav Hirsch, we, we didn't really do this piece. Rav Hirsch has an idea which he develops very much cl- clearly so in the midbor. And even, but he could say that the same idea is true once he went there to Israel. Kaiser's life centered around the base of English. The Almoyed was in the middle, of, was in the middle. Everything was around it. And the correct way to understand the, the, the role of the basic decision Klaiso was that became the center of Klaiso's focus. So, in that sense, it's, it's the center. So he says, I want to take the same idea 
Um, so there it's a physical says to us, this is where you find your direction to the way to your God. Um, there's a place where you can sort of step out of your regular existence to remind it what life is about, what a Baruch wants from you, why you're here, meet your creator, etc. The other, the other, which means that's space, here calls attention to certain fixed times in the changing course of the year, which were marked by the revelation of God in special acts, and says to us, in these times, God was, was one time very near to you. At each anniversary, God awaits you for renewed and refreshed union with him. Right? So anniversary is a time. So how do you celebrate your anniversary? Um, how do you celebrate your anniversary? I don't know. We don't really do much, but I'm going to okay. tell you the truth. Right. So, <laughs> so we don't hard. do anything major either. <laughs> we, we, we were younger. What we used to do was we used to take out the Chasna album and, read the, and look at the album, look at the pictures. Was that your idea or your wife's idea? That was my wife's idea. Mine too. We okay. don't do that anymore. I don't do it anymore either. How <laughs> I'll remember. tell her. <laughs> um, which part? That I don't do it anymore? That I had the same idea. Okay. Yeah, we had the same idea, and we don't do it anymore. That's good. She'll like that. <laughs> um, no comment. Yeah. So, what's the point of that? The point of that is this, this, that the moment of union is an extraordinary moment. And each, each year, you want to stop and, and sort of relive that moment. We want to remind you of that, of that, that chiba which came with that, excitement which came with that. And reaffirm your commitments and your feelings about that type of union. So the Mayad is that time, Roshim put things into, put into Klaiso's time block High points, high points where we, we, we he clearly reached out to us. Th- that's important to, re- to relive that and realize how much a person wants to have a connection with us. Um, so in that sense, they, 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 they're parallel. Place and time. But in their nature, these two institutions, festivals and temple, differ as space and time do. But once you're using space and time, there should be a difference. How so? Space is the conception of persistence, of infinity. So does God's century in space deal with eternal godly, i.e. the Torah and the eternal human, human nature in their eternal, mutual, and affecting relations to each other. Um, so let's, let's read the whole thing. Just as the time is the conception of the change and succession of things one after the other, so do God's sanctuaries in time, the festivals, deal with the manifestations of the godly in the course of time. The relation of God in nature and history, human element in time, are human and national relations to nat- nature and history. So he makes a suggestion, which I, I don't think you have to sell the, it's not, it's not in stone. That's a pun, the pun not, not intended. Right. The idea of a space has a certain consistency to it. The whole idea of time is that it changes. You go through the, the, the cycle of the year, the periods of the year. There's two ways to relate to Kodesh Baruch Hu. One relates to Kodesh Baruch Hu, that there's a certain consistency of the relationship. The Beis HaMikdash allows for that idea. It's always there. It's unchanging. It doesn't, I don't care what's also happening around. The Beis HaMikdash remains the same. The wind doesn't blow. The, the, nothing, everything functions in the Beis HaMikdash the same every day. Their presence is always available. So that presents an idea of the eternity of the relationship. That was that gave that. So space, 
the idea that space represents eternity is a very fascinating idea that he's suggesting. Right? You call it, what is it called? Um, deal with the eternal godly. The persistence, in, persistence, infinity, eternal godly. I never would have tied that to space. So I don't mean outer space. I mean the idea of space versus time. Right? There's, that there's, but that's what it represents to him. I think it's a very fascinating angle way to look at it. I would not have looked at it that way. Um, but I hear what he's saying. There's a certain I would use the word consistency. Right? That's one way we re- relate. And then the other way we relate is the idea that things change. And there are and that itself adds a new dimension to the relationship. So you have the consistency of a relationship between a husband and wife, between a parent and a child, and it's always there. And then you have the high points, which add another, add, add a certain s- special quality of, m- over time. So um, there's a revelation of God in nature and history. There are moments where he becomes more revealed. The consistency of the basic mikdash, you don't have it all the time. Um, a different place, the verse talks about the idea of the word nace. Um, a nace is used by Chazal. The apostle talks about putting something on a nace. So nace, the Kabbalah is going to say it. it doesn't mean a miracle. It means a flag, right? So nace, the Kabbalah is going to say it. It means raise up some type of a, of a, a sign, signpost. So uh, the analogy I would say is, is that you're going through life and you sort of like forget it because Brooke was there. And all of a sudden there's this signpost which tells you, reminds you what's going, what road you're on. So you get onto this road, and you're not sure if you're going, in, what, what road it is, whether you're going north, you're going south, etc. You know, you're saying, oh my gosh, I'm going the wrong direction, right? Right? You need a signpost to tell you what's going on. So you go along, and then next thing, oh, oh, 95 north, Baruch Hashem, we're going the right direction. The Baruch Hashem, we're going along our life, and Baruch Hashem has this signpost, he has this reminder that he's here, that you're on his, his road. So that's the idea of an ace. So, so you don't have, I mean, you, the reason we have mile markers every, every tenth of a mile is because you want to call to the police that there's something happened. They, they can, right? But for us, I don't need to know. I mean, it's, it, it, we do it because it's just like, wait, to, to, to really drive yourself crazy. Oh, we travel another tenth of a mile. We have somebody go, like, you know, like, but who cares <laughs> that you travel a tenth of a mile? I need to know generally, right? Occasionally, I need to remind myself what road I'm on, you know. I make sure I didn't t- make a wrong turn, right? It's not the consistency, it's, the, it's occasionally which is necessary. So Bershom doesn't make these open miracles all the time. We know that he's there, we have the moon that he's there, we have the talk that he's there, there's a consistency. And then there are moments of revelation, act as the high moments which give us, re- rejuvenate that, that awareness of Kodesh Baruch and that, consist, that relationship, etc. Um, that's what I took out of this. Whether you want to... Uh, Accept that or not, that's what he means or not, that's, that's debatable. Um, so he continues on that idea. I, I, I want to leave that for a second. Um, I, I, had a, I, I had a thought, which... Um, Moral says that the... the Because the, I'll say that the, the Umasarlam counts the, the year to the Moisachama. Kleiso counts the Moisachama. Based on the Levant. The primary way we count the year is based on the Levant. It says the, the difference between the, uh, the name for a year and the name for a month, the month is called Chaydish, 
The year is called Shana. So Shana, the word for Shana means repetition. You, you're, it's, 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 it's again and again. You're, mish, you're, mish, you're um, like she, it's Rishon Sheni again. It's a, it's, it's a repetition of something. To repeat something. means you, you teach it to your children again and again and again until they become very knowledgeable of it. There's no newness in a year. The year is, the idea of a Kurdish, there's an up and a down, and it's new. The moon is gone and the moon comes again. We have cycles in the year, but the, 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 they aren't very significant to regards, uh, uh, let's say like this, what's the starting point of a year? I have no idea. There's no, it's very clear what the starting point of a month is. There's something new. Right? What's new? There wasn't a moon, now there's a moon. What's the starting point of the year? It's arbitrary. So we pick January 1st, you could pick, uh, you could pick uh, June, 30, June 30th, yeah, you can pay any one. Why is it, there's no beginning, there's no end. That's what that's the morale means. There's no clear beginning and an end to a year. It just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. So we make it arbitrarily, we put a point over there. Whereas the month, that's not true. Um, playing that out in the mitzvahs uh, of the, the Klai Yisrael, the mitzvahs of the Umas Arlam, the Umas Arlam have, they have shemitzvahs, but in the, the, the six are los essays and one is an essay. The six los, they, they, they can't, they, they can't take somebody else's wife. They can't take somebody else's life. They can't, um, they can't do a zara. They can't insult a, be megad of a kodesh They can't take every menachai and something else, right? Whatever. Um, what's it to say? Make bati dinim to make sure you keep the other six. So they don't have any mitzvahs essay. Their job is to keep the world going. Don't mess up the world. This is the way the world is supposed to look. Don't mess it up. The Mormon, the Mormon, the Mormon Hedron says, okay, they have an Easter of Klayim. They can't, they can't take different uh, species of the world of, 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 and, and co-join them. They have an Easter of castrating. Mormon, the Mormon says, again, the, the, all the mitzvahs are maintenance. Klayisul has mitzvahs say. So the Umasalim are there to, as it were, service the world. So, so I, I mentioned to you, I, I once, it was wrong of me, um, I was in a, book, a, a Jewish bookstore in Cleveland, this goes back 35 years ago at least, um, and I picked up this interesting book about a, a Noahide community in Alabama. There's a whole community of people which keep Shemitz of Nainoyach. And it was fascinating read. It wasn't a large book. I read the whole book in the bookstore. And I didn't buy it. <laughs> okay, I'm not saying it's right, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want it personally. I just I couldn't put it down. They said, no, I finished the whole book. So I didn't want to buy it. I read it already. Read it already. So, okay. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's what happened. <laughs> um, so a little while afterwards, I mentioned that to a, 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 a friend of mine who is in Kirov. I said, this is a fascinating read. You know, he says he's, very, he's familiar with the, with the story. He says, the book is a little bit old. He says, right now, a large part of the community has went through Geras. Why? You can't raise kids in that community. There is no, there's no mitzvah say. 
There's no symbolism. There's no, you have matzah and you have a lulav and you have a sukkah. There's no holidays. The lochas of God can't make me shavis. Goyesh Shabbos is Chayv Misa. It's not Tavka Shabbos. They can't take a holiday. Every day your job is to do the same thing as the day before. Work, 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 work. How are you supposed to raise kids on that? They, the kids weren't connected. So they realize that only, you, you, Judaism gives you so many different high points in your year. Every Shabbos there's something exciting and there's, there, then, then there's Yom Tov and there's, there's always something going on. So you can, kids can get excited about that. They feel connected. There's, there's, there's these high, over here, Goyesh Shabbos means you can't take off Tuesday and do no work. That's what it means. If he makes it into, like the other we're, we're going to designate this day as a day of no work. You're here to work. You're here, your job is, you're the janitor. You're here to maintain the place. So maintain the place. Well, you're not maintaining the place, so why are you here? That's, you know, there's a fascinating insight. It's again and again and again and again. It's Takashona. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no beginning, there's no end. Beginning and an end is given to Klaisil. There's a beginning. There's a Rosh Chodoshim now. By Pesach, we get a Rosh Chodoshim. We didn't have Rosh Chodoshim until then either. We had Chodoshim. We didn't have Rosh Chodoshim. Why is a month a beginning? Every month every, of the year. Right? What's, a, what's such an idea? Till you have a world which is purposeful and you have a goal to move towards, it's irrelevant discussing beginning and an end. I'm here, I'm there, what's the difference? Who cares? No, no, no. We're moving towards a final result. I am starting now going to there. There's a beginning and there's an end. Until you add purpose into the world, there's not really a concept of beginning and an end. So the first, Kaisel's given the idea, of time, the idea of time has a beginning and an end. It's the idea of, 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 of a purpose. Remember, we, I told you from Hirsch, Bukhat Bukhatati, right? The, the, the Moshe comes to Kleisel and he says that the simon that he's, the, the girl is Bukhat Bukhatati. So, so what's the simon? The simon is, he uses these unique formulas. Everybody knows he's saying he's really the girl. A little bit of the problem is that everybody knew the formula. Right? You know, so like, I'm the girl because I said Bukhat Bukhatati. Of course, well, what else are you going to say, you know? So the, the Ramban says, the Ramban suggests that um, Rashi brings it, it's Chazal, um, that Meshabenu grew up in the base power. He didn't know those words. So it's a very special symbol. It worked for one person only. Any other person who comes to the Pukat he says, yeah, because, you know, what else are you going to say? How do you know it? Ah, must be he's really the girl. Right? So it was set in place, for the fact that Moshe is going to be raised in base power, therefore the symbol will work for him. Okay, it's a you know, fascinating idea, like thing like that. Hirsch says that, Pekat means like, Hirsch remembered us. Say Sakharsakharti. Like, what's wrong with, what's, why do you put Pekat Say Sakharsakharti. So, Moshe Pekat is It doesn't mean Sakhiro. That remember, Hashem remembered it. It means the Bershom put in place something to, to, for sorry. He made her pregnant. A Pekid is a person who was appointed for something. 
it's 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 the idea of being aware of Klai Yisrael, being aware of the individual, whatever the Bakita is. I am designating you have a purpose. Somebody shows up and says, you know, I'm here to free you. Charlatan, shocker. I'm here to give you a purpose in life. Now, you can't offer that unless you have what to offer. So nobody's going to say that. I'm going to prove to you. Now, Klai Sobor Hashem, we, for the most part, we're pretty Akshaman, right? It's a Gabal the Gazakh. Right? So the guy simply says, you know, I'm here to, you know, like, right, prove it. What's it? Was it Missouri? Show me state, right? Right? Show me. Right? Jews are shunned. You get Jews to agree to anything, you got to be out of your mind, right? <laughs> right? It's, it's a mile. Nobody come along and say, I'm, I'm telling you that there's a, there's, a, there's a God, there's a purpose to life, etc. Why should you believe me? Unless... There really is a God who's giving you a purpose of life, and, I, and it's going to be clear to you. That's, so if you come and say, I'm here to, to free you, throw the guy out. If I'm here to give you a purpose, because of God, that's when you want to listen to it. The first mitzvah is, there's a beginning now. We're going somewhere. So we, we, you see this mitzvah, next thing you do, you start counting. The goal is not, you see this mitzvah, it's not freedom. The goal is we are going somewhere. There's now a beginning and now... An, so the idea of the moyadim was that it, 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 what it adds is that it's not, it's not consistent in the sense that we're, there's a beginning and there's a journey. And there, within the journey, there's going to be signposts. And you're going to meet your creator at the signpost, at those moments. That was the idea that I've been, I don't know whether, I'm not sure he's saying this, but that was the idea which came to me um, from, you know, this idea that he's, he's suggesting um, um, so, next page. Second paragraph. Lovely marks in the pens of a man as so much as his unfettered right to the disposition of his time. He who can dispose of his time as he wishes, that man is free. Who has the right to dispose of the time of somebody else? He's that man's master. In G- Egypt, we, we, we could call no minute our own. The lack of this right to dispose of our time right to the end, still the very moment of our delivery from Egypt, showed us still as subordinates and made the matzah, that's how he spells matzah, to the symbol of our dependence. By the fact that God disposes of our, of our time, takes the days of the week out of the course of time of our years, reserves them their use according to his instruction, himself as our master, this placing our time at his disposal becomes the most demonstrative symbol of our belonging to God, which we pass out of belonging to other men, which the point of being free to now being our time belongs to God's Lord. The Bershom takes our time and he's going to decide what to do with it. But, but now it's purposeful. Um... I want to tell you a thought, which is really not this point over here. Just I, 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 I saw it this year, and I, I just I thought it was a fascinating idea. Totally unrelated, but it it, it, it clicks off with the idea of showing it, showing independence. Um, I'm not remembering where I saw that saw it. Cause I saw it. we started off. 
the Seder, which um, you invite people in. Why do we start out the Seder with that phrase? This person suggested, I don't remember where I saw it, the world of, of an Evid, the slave, is basically, the, the nature of most people is, the, their goal is to survive this situation. They're not thinking outside of their own self. They're thinking about themselves. When you're a free man, then you have the ability to start thinking about other, others. When the person's under this pressure of, of being subservient to somebody else, you're not thinking about other people. The mark of freedom is the ability to, be, to think about somebody else. So beginning of the Seder, first words we say, hey, let's invite people. We have the ability to invite somebody. We're, we're, we are now, in a certain sense, the master. Seder is called Seder. When you think of freedom, you think of, oh, he's free from school. He says, yeah, because I have a lot of things scheduled. I actually have a very, very tight way I'm going to do everything. That's freedom. Seder is freedom. Seder is not freedom. Seder means I'm a sober. I have an order. I have to do everything. So we're celebrating freedom with a Seder. It sounds like, you know, the guy's clearly, you know, you know yeah, right? right? Oh, we're free. Now I can, do, now I can pull out my, my book and do my schedule. All right? No, that's the point. The, the Kaisel's freedom is where Meshavah Tukadosh Baruch We're now in the world of we have an order. How We have to follow things. But now it's a world. It's a world of a beginning and an end. So that's the world. That's the world of Ma'adim. Okay, um, let's do a little more over here. Um, Okay, go to page 648. So we're starting the Moedim, and um, so, and we, and we go to Shabbos. Right? The first thing we talk about the Shabbos, um, right? And then you go to, then we go to Pesach. Now, Shabbos doesn't fit the regular formula. 
in the sense that's not um, it's not it's, it's not a locally called a moed. Um, it's not moed de Hashem, which it's not moed shetikras You you designate them. Kaiso designates the moedim. This Kodesh Baruch designates it's there, it's Kriya Bakaima. Um, so what's the connection over here? So Rashi brings that to teach you call the machalos a moed. This is kilo machalos a shabbos. That we look at the moed not you know. The punishment for Mechalo Shabbos is skila. Punishment for being Mechalo Yomtev is Olav, is Malkus. But conceptually, desecrating the Yom Yom is to be perceived with the same level of, of significance of the denial of Kodesh Baruch Hu's presence as one who's Mechalo Shabbos. Uh, that's what Rashi says. Um, The Sabbath law occurs repeatedly in the Torah and always with reference to a different phrase, phase excuse me, of Jewish life to which indeed Shabbos forms a fundamental institution. Um, okay, so for example, thus we find the, the, the Sabbath of creation. Shabbos is mentioned in, in the beginning of the Torah in, in context of the, it, it commemorates the, the, the creation. The Sabbath of the wilderness in the connection with the struggle for existence, for obtaining food. So we have in Parashat B'Shalach, the first time Shabbos is mentioned in the context of the Russian giving food for Klai Yisrael and giving a, a special portion, a double portion on Friday, not falling on Shabbos. Shabbos is the day which we stop and think about where our food comes from. The, Shabbos, the Sabbath of the Decalogue as evidence of the whole Jewish consciousness of God. Shabbos um, is mentioned in the Saras Dibris. Shabbos and its effects on humane and, and social life, um, which is mentioned in the Parsha Mishpatim. Setim Shabbos in relationship to the Temple, which is mentioned in Parsha's Kisisa, um, and then in Parsha's Vayakil. Shabbos in relationship to education, um, the beginning of Parshas Kedoshim, Shabbos is mentioned, right? the, the, the parents are to be the primary source of, of knowledge, of, of, of education. The first thing you put that in context of, this education has to be with, with respect to Shabbos. You don't override Shabbos for that. That's regard. Um, uh, and Shabbos in relation to, to, to heathen necromancy. Okay? Um, talked about Shabbos in, in the context of um, not doing Oban Yedoni. Now, okay, so each time there's, Shabbos is going to give a lesson which helps you relate to the, whatever other mitzvahs we're giving. Shabbos stands in relation to the cycle of festivals of the year. So you're looking at the, the, the Yom Yom and Shabbos is going to give you an understanding of the Yom Yom Tovim. The essential must have just been described as Moed Hashem. It's time des- destined for our meetings with God, which at God's command the direction. The nation itself is to, was to fix his invitations for themselves. So it's a fascinating idea. I want to meet you. I'm going to set up times to meet you. You set the dates. Kaiser would be Kaddish best. So it was like, yeah, I'm happy to meet you, but you're going to have to make an initiative. You set the dates to come visit me. You know, doors always open. 
remember I had a guy working with, working with Kirov in Cleveland. Um, and he was um, getting frustrated with the, the slow pace of a certain individual. He says, he says the door is always open for you. The, the light's always on for you, but, but the bulb might burn out. You know, <laughs> make sure you, you make sure you're knocking the door before the bulb burns out. You want to? I'm a happy available, but, but you said you better come and set up set up, set up the, 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 the meeting. Um, same thing is exercise dependent on the free act of the decision of the nation. It counters to them at the head of at once stands the Shabbos. Unique one fixed and sanctified once and all for God, once for all by God. It's not fixed by the nation, it does not come from the nation. Um, it's not an invitation to holiness or the sanctuary, but is, is, it's a mikra kardish. It's the one given starting point, the company point of all holy days. It is their basis. It should find its realization in that. Okay? So, um, Shabbos is given. In Parshas Devorim, Ezekiel Tzitz Mitzrayim. Shabbos is given in Parshas Yisroi, and the Seres Adibus said is mentioned twice in the Torah. In Parshas Yisroi and Parshas Parshas Veschanan, not Parshas Devorim, Parshas Veschanan, Sefer Devorim. Parshas Veschanan, the Torah repeats the Seres Adibus. In Parshas Yisroi, it talks about Shabbos as being Zechel to my separations. In Parshas Veschanon, it talks about Shabbos as being in context as a reminder of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. What's the connection? What Shabbos with Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Shabbos is the primary way that we recognize the Russian runs the world. Yitzhak Mitzrayim was Kleisel sort of strayed from that path. The Russian put it back into our consciousness, the idea that the Russian runs the world. Shabbos, a weekly reminder that it's the Russian's world. And he runs it. And we're here as his guests. Okay, now, come knock on my door sometimes and say hello. So Shabbos has to be that Hagdoma. Um, uh, the Sassanus says on, on, on the, on the Pasuk, Um, I'll find it eventually. Um, Count six days in the seventh day of Shabbat. I don't care what you do during the week. Right. The point is not. The point is it's not that there's one day a week. It's that you look at the whole week in the context of I can do malachah today, but not on Shabbos. The whole week is about Shabbos. I mentioned to you, I think, that the Regatta of Berliner, the Chavetz Chaim in the back of Sefer Avos Chesed. He published over there. He f- had found what he calls a, a, a precious pearl. Was there was a there was a big tzaddik going in the in the area of northern north eastern Poland was known as Volin. That was the name of the the, of the area. Once upon a time, it was a, it was independent country. 
You ever heard of Adler of Abarotes? Yeah? You ever heard of Adler of So at one point in time, there was, a, there was a, the, the Council of the Four Lands. No? Okay. It's a translation for that. Um, so they, there was this, they, the, under the Polish kings, the Jews were given semi, semi-autonomous right to run their lives. So it's four different, they, they, they needed some way to function, the Jews, so they divided it up to four sections, and they had Parnosim, which would be in charge on the, on the lay part level, and there was Rabbonim, which were in charge on the rabbinic level, and they would come together and meet on a yearly basis. It was called Baal Abarotzes. One of the Abarotzes was the Berlin. So if you understand Berliner, he lived in Berlin, wrote a list of personal Kabbalists, different things that he was makbin on. One of the things he was he, he was makbin on, the Torah says, Zachar Shema Shabbos Dekatcher. Remember Shabbos to keep it holy. So he said, anytime we do malacha during the week, which was also doing Shabbos, he would speak out, I can't, can't, you may not do this on Shabbos. Because this way, the whole week, he's reminding himself, you cannot do this on Shabbos. He needs Zachar Shabbos to make sure Shabbos will stay holy. The whole week he's remembering Shabbos. He's keeping Shabbos in mind. I can do this today, but not on Shabbos. So therefore he won't make a mistake to it on Shabbos. So he's Mekayim, Zachar, Yom HaShabbos, Lekadshoi, all seven days of the week. He's constantly being aware of Shabbos. So Zachar, Yom HaShabbos doesn't remember Shabbos on Shabbos. The Rabban says this, right? That, well, Morambeya says this, that, that Morambeya says that, that Shammai, Shammai is okay, He'd find something nice at the beginning of the week and set aside for Shabbos. Because remember Shabbos. So Ramban takes that idea and he applies it to not only to Mitzvah Zaseh, find something nice and put away for Shabbos, but this idea of being aware of what the whole week you're thinking about, setting your week in such a way that when Shabbos comes, you can keep it properly. So the whole week is with in mind of how to keep Shabbos. So Sassama says that's Shabbat Nabosik. Shisham Tasem Alokha Biyamashri. Right, it's going to be Shabbos. The whole week is the Moyer Hashem is not one day of the week. It's the whole it's the whole seven days if you do it right, because the whole seven days you're thinking about how Shabbos is going to be be kept and how it's going to be done. So the foundation for the Yom Tovim is setting up a life system where Hashem's presence is constantly in your face. And then we'll have the, then with that type of relationship, there'll be the high points, analogous to a marriage, right? Right. The husband needs to, the wife needs to have a constant awareness of the fact they're in a relationship, and they should set up their life in the way that that's something which is obvious that remind that is obvious to them. And then there are the high points where they renew or, or, or uh, increase and intensify the relationship. So. Going back to the Sifri, the Sifri says that the point of the Moedim is Sidron. The point of the Moedim over here is, is the fact, is the order. So uh, um, what we're suggesting is it doesn't mean so much the idea of a one before the other, but the idea there's such a thing as order. We now live in a, we live in a real world where the goal of the, we have the purpose of life is, is to find a way to meet our Creator. And He gave us different things which He wants us to do. And that's how we look at that's how we look at our cycle of time. So it's not a shana; it's just the same thing again and again and again and again and again. But it's a world where there's 
there's clear movement from a point A to point B. There's now there's a concept of a sidron. That's what the Moed Hashem are offering over here. Okay, and that's I think what I want to share with you.